welcome to Stat Stuffers. As always, I'm your host, Ramiz, and I'm joined by my still housemate, Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? Yeah, pretty good. I actually had a great day, because I reorganized all my Spotify playlists. Oh, that's very nice. Yes. <laughs> it was all just like a big mash of just music that makes no sense together before. Right. And now there's actually categories to it. So that's, I'm very happy with that. That's good. I'm not actually, I'm not a playlist person myself. Mm. I just go like... I, I get what in the song mood. do I want to listen to next? Song, yeah, song, or I just put on like a whole album that I like. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I need enough variety where mm. I'm switching between artists. Fair. But like, it was just too much. Like, it would switch from like, hip-hop to lo-fi. Yeah. And <laughs> it does not work. <laughs> too much variation. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but well, yes, other than that, how was your day, actually? Uh, mine was pretty chill, actually. Um, I don't know an example of this. I don't know if you heard my music today i think all three of you i did yeah uh yeah i was just put on a few albums i was playing the the old ps5 it was pretty chill day. nice nice yeah, yeah. it's f- it's felt like that the weather shifted you can see us in our warm clothes again yeah it got real cold real quick yeah all right um <laughs> let's move on to the <laughs> nba stuff actually um, with and let's get started with our news roundup So, the first bit of news here is the Timberwolves, and I didn't actually know about this, the Minnesota Lynx as mm. well are being bought for $1.5 billion. Is that both of them are being bought for? Uh, I think so, but now that you mention it, that seems a bit low, because I feel like an NBA team alone is worth $1.5. Yeah. I guess it is I mean, on w- the lower end. Yeah, and WNBA teams aren't worth a, a, whole, a lot. whole lot, no. Yeah. Um, so, maybe it is for both of them, but yeah... Uh, <coughs> Being bought by a group led by Alex Rodriguez, former former baseball baseballer. player, current yeah. husband of J Lo. Oh, okay, yeah, interesting. I'm pretty sure they're still together. But yeah, I mean, thank God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how long has the current owner been with the Wolves? Twenty six years. Twenty six years. Twenty six years of horrible. Twenty six years. I was gonna say one playoff appearance, but that's not right. Two. No, it would be more than that. Because the they got with KG, they made it a few times, but they? yeah, they got knocked in the first. I think day. one. One past series the first win, round. one yeah. series win. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So yeah, it's been a tough look for the Timberwolves uh, since he's been there. Um, I mean, not technically all his fault, but apparently a fair bit of it is his fault. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, terrible. Owner. You have to work your way up the ladder. If they've, I'm assuming every other staff member has had turnover yeah. from players up to like executive managers and things of that nature. I'm sure there's yeah. been turnover in every position except owner. I think it's someone's fault at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's good to see someone new come in. Apparently, um, so he's going to retain control for the next two years and then the new owners will oh, gain control. Interesting. That's a bit depressing. It is. <laughs> but, you know, two years of just more terrible Timberwolves and then we can look forward to maybe less terrible Timberwolves. I was going to say, this could be really bad for two years in a in an environment where the t- everyone knows he's gone. Mm. In You know, it's a ticking time bomb until he just leaves like I wonder <laughs> how bad things could get there before it gets any better he might just try to punt everything to get as much profit as he can imagine if he did that oh my goodness that'd be tough <laughs> um, or imagine if it's a spite move yeah at the very end he just <laughs> trades away all his good players for nothing surely the league steps in there yeah I mean he doesn't have control of that surely as the owner I mean, surely that I I know the general manager is the one who organizes it. The very yeah, least. but the owners approve it. I guess, yeah. yeah. I think they could go over the GM's head. Yeah, he is their boss. I mean, he is their boss. Yeah, yeah. No, the league would step in there. The, yeah, the league would be like, hang on, 
Conley Towns for a second run pick? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem mm, fair. Or mm. are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Do we need to call help? <laughs> what's the actual, what's the owner's name? Something Taylor, isn't it? I don't know. Not off the top of my head. Mm. We don't need to know. We don't need to He's know. not important. He's leaving. He's gone. Yeah. Not soon enough. Out of the door already. Yeah. Um. All right. Is that all you want to say on them? Actually, what what do you think about him, about the purchasing of the Lynx as well? Do you know yeah. much about them? Um, well, they had Maya Moore, who was like arguably the greatest all time. Um, but she saw, she stepped away to pursue like um, criminal reform, okay. stuff like cool. that, actual cool. yeah, like stuff like that. Um, so I'm not sure where they are now, but uh, you know, they seem to be one of the more winning. WNBA teams year okay. in year out, so, so at least be. the city has something. Yeah, yeah, something to look forward to. So they've had, they've won some championships. They've had some playoff success. Okay, so okay, well that's good. They've, they've got a winning basketball team yeah. in Minnesota. Good, yeah. good. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on to the next bit of news here, and this is actually very early news uh, from the week. Uh, Drew Holiday mm. with a four-year hundred and total hundred and sixty or potential hundred and sixty base one thirty-two. I think something like that. Yeah. Um, contract extension. With the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, no, no, bad. Big no, money. <laughs> no, don't like it. Don't like it, no. Don't like it at all, no. Um, Drew Holiday is about 30 years old. Yeah. A four-year contract extension for a guy who hasn't played for you in a single playoff series. Minimum $34 million a year. Up to potential... Wait, 34? Math? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think... 33, 33. Yeah. Um, up to 60... Uh, sorry, up to $40 million a year. That's a lot for a guy where you don't necessarily know what you have in terms of, at least in the playoffs. You know what you have in the regular season, and that's a very good third option. But yeah. Yeah, The it, it, we're yet to see what impact he has on, on this team in the playoffs, which is obviously why they got him in the first place. Um, yeah, a lot of money. Big money. Don't know for, if they, Yeah. Don't know if they... Do they have to pay the max, do you reckon? Do they have to pay the max? <laughs> No. <laughs> Who else well, was? Gu- no one else was giving him the max. There's no way. No way. Um, He's not a max contract guy. He, you know, he hasn't even. He hasn't been an all star for what eight years. Yeah, it seems like, I, like he's one of those guys that you kind of forget ever made an all star. Like that's how long ago it was. Yeah. Um, Who was he with? Was it like the, the, sixes? the sixes? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, at least he's not super duper old. Like, yeah, you could still see him being good at thirty four. It's like you'll give guys a max contract at the age of, like, 30. For yeah, sure. For, for sure. Um, but guys like Drew Holiday, mm, questionable. Interesting. I don't know. Do we end up finding out what those incentives were? I don't think we know yet. I mean, obviously, we can take a guess and say <coughs> it's probably all-star teams. Probably maybe all-stars. NBA. Maybe I'd, a title. I'd say title factors into it. Um, yeah. I'd say all defensive teams are probably also... Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe that doesn't get him the big money, because, like... I don't know. It feels like it's still well within the realm of possibility he makes all defensive teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's stuff like All-Stars and All-NBA, yeah, I guess, would be yeah. where the higher end comes in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's not a whole lot of room for his contract to grow. It's, like, yeah. maximum $6 million a year. What is it? Like, it might be a few hundred grand for, like, a for an all-defensive team and then, like, a couple mil for an All-Star team or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it locks them into whatever they've got now. So yeah, which is... Maybe good. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not, yeah. It's pretty much, it's a bit up in the air, especially they've locked themselves into going against the Brooklyn Nets for the next however many years. And 
if it doesn't start, if it doesn't work, happen this year, I doubt it. I doubt seeing it happen. In fairness, in I have a feeling the Nets aren't going to be the same in four years. I have a very strong feeling they won't be the same in four years. Actually, I think they have two years of this. What are, what what are their contracts at now? This is Durant's. Okay, so yeah. I mean, like they they but will obviously be able to have their three max guys. Yeah. But then it'll everyone also be minimums. Like they're not going to be able to retain no. guys like Nicholas Claxton. And does it matter at that point? With that three, those three guys. If they're getting injured like they are now and age, maybe, maybe a bit, maybe. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But yeah, there's at least there's two more years after this for Kyrie and KD. Yeah. Um. And Harden's has Harden the extension kicked in. I, oh, he turned down an extension with Houston, didn't he? Didn't what is he? But didn't he a, already have like an extra three years in his contract? I'm pretty sure Harden's locked in for a long time. Yeah, he's got like three. Or like they've four got years. they've got their top guys for at least the next two years. Yeah, but everything like, else, no that, one else. I mean, that's away. that's what eventually. Oh, John Dre Jordan still got two years left in that deal. Great, yeah, <laughs> love that. Uh, but no, that's eventually what happened with the Warriors, right? Like they eventually lost yeah. literally all their depth. They just had yeah. their big four, I guess, if you consider Draymond part of that. That is, and true. then just a bunch of minimum guys, which. The Nets could get by with, for sure. But, yeah. you know, as soon as one of those guys goes down, they lose the title, as we saw in 2019. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, which team would you rather be a part of? Which one seems like a more fun culture to be a part of? The Warriors, Warriors or the Nets? The Warriors or the Nets. I'd probably say the Warriors. Fun Warriors, but, like, if you're just like, I feel good about this. Like, yeah. I have a strong feeling that, like, we have a good team going. Yeah. Is probably the Nets. Especially since you're, yeah. like, also coached by Steve Nash and... Mike D'Antoni, like you're coached by incredible offensive guys. Yeah. It's like if you like offense, the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't love offense? Exactly. And if you're a defensive guy, you're like, well, I can at least get a role here somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Question mark. Question like, mark. I actually don't know if they could. It's like, do they have any specially like Although specialty defensive guys? We saw them get rid of Robeson, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I so. don't think they have a specialty defensive guy. Mm. They just need none of their guys to be really terrible on defense. Yeah. So Joe Harris is locked up. For the next couple of years, yeah. Too. I mean, he they're, just, they're signed, he just signed that deal, they are locked in. So, I mean, they're not going anywhere, <laughs> they've already got for two years at least, yeah. yeah for two years, um, but yeah, back to this Drew deal, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I, I think it's a bit of an overpay, but I, I, I guess I understood. I, I don't even actually, I don't know why, I don't understand why because they already signed Giannis, they don't need to lock themselves into more money until it works, yeah, yeah. Like just wait till free agency. Like, yeah. what's the what's the real difference there? I guess this is just a all right. We'll do right by you. Do right by us, kind of thing. But yeah, they could still do right by him in the off season. Yeah, because they can already come off season. They can already offer him more than any other team. Yeah, like who's bird- giving him forty million dollars in the off season? Yeah, they've got his bird rights anyway, so like they can go over the cap for him. It just doesn't make any sense. It's a bit strange, but I mean, it is it is a small market move for sure. In for that. sure. But you know, you you're not necessarily gonna be able to keep your free agents. What stops Drew Holiday from running off to, you know, Miami or LA or yeah. I was gonna say Brooklyn, but <laughs> something that stops him from going to Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess there is that factor and I don't know, he seems to enjoy it there, so I mean he secured the bag, so Good for him. Yeah. At least we know in the regular season it works, but the playoffs is you know, obviously like the, at, where the at money the very least worth it can't it. be a terrible move, I yeah. don't think. Unless he gets injured. Yes, then it is a terrible move. But then again, you could say that about any contract. True. All right, uh, let's move on to the next bit of news here, which is Paul Pierce had a bit of a a bit of a bruh moment. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. I think you summed it up best. Yeah, so he had some company over for his son's birthday. He was 
His son's birthday. I think it was his son's birthday. I thought it was his birthday. I think it was his son's birthday. Paul was just vibing on IG Live. Uh-huh. He just had his friends over. Look, rich, retired guy. He's yeah. just hanging out. He's, yeah, he's an LA guy. He's just chilling out, you know? And then he got fired from ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> For chilling a bit too hard and posting it on IG Live. I mean... I'll be honest, I don't really know why they let him go. He didn't do anything wrong, did Dude he? Dude was real faded. So, it's legal. Yeah, it's not a good look, though. You're like, hey, that's Paul Pierce. Like, you or- people already look at Paul Pierce and it's like, oh, that's the guy who, like, crapped himself on the court. Yeah, so, doesn't this help his image? <laughs> Surely this can't make it any worse. Is being faded on camera better than taking a dump y- in the middle of a game? Yes. <laughs> I think it is in this day and age, absolutely. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think guys were going like people were going wild for it. It was hilarious, and then he got <laughs> fired the next day. But hey, yeah. he seems pretty chill about it. He put up on IG the next day or something like hashtag smile or something like that. Yeah, he seemed fine. He's he's got something in the works apparently. So, oh, what else does he need really? I mean, he's he's rich. He was he got to be on TV and give terrible analysis for a few years. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> just he's just living life. <laughs> he got bodied by Jalen Rose. Uh, in an ESPN clip, did you see that? Where no. they were like, Paul Pierce said he had a better career than Dwayne Wade. And then like Jalen Rose and um, whoever the other hostess was just completely bodied him <laughs> in like going through step by step of their career. And he just sat there silently, <laughs> sort of <laughs> holding back tears. So I can't uh, blame him for just having a good time at his son's birthday. If it was his son's birthday, there's moral issues there as well. <laughs> How old's his son though? Like fairly young, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's like interesting. I'm, I'm actually. All right, I'm gonna look this up really quickly. <laughs> Maybe because I actually don't know the next piece of news. So do you want to start covering that? I'll find okay. out more about yeah. Paul Pierce. Yeah, Paul Pierce. <laughs> Free Paul Pierce. <laughs> uh, yeah, the next piece of news is that I saw a headline that apparently DeRozan's going to take a wide open approach to free agency this off season. Nice. Okay. So, Obviously, he's on a big deal with the Spurs coming to an end. Uh, he's getting paid like 26 mil or something. Um, last year of that deal, and I think a lot of people are expecting him to sort of re-up for that type of money. But apparently, he's open uh, to different considerations in terms of contracts, I'm assuming, come free agency time. Um, I think this opens the door for DeRozan taking a shorter, cheaper deal into, for like championship. Yeah, I mean, I I am of the belief that he should ring chase. I think he yeah. could still be a great third option on most contending yeah, teams. Sure. He's still really, really good. Like, yeah, like you had him as an all star. I did in, in your and picks. I, yeah, I still year. think he was a star. Like deserving too. Um. Yeah. So I think he needs to kind of just, yeah, just take a shorter deal, take a cheaper deal, and mm. get a ring. Just, he, yeah. I think he deserves it. The Nuggets are still in play. They don't have the money. I really wish they did. What is their cap this offseason? Nothing. Nothing. They they couldn't afford him. They they mid-level? just can't. Mid level. They do have a mid level, I think, but no, I I can't see him going as low as a mid level. As mid-level. low as a mid level, yeah. But I mean, Though he, oh, perfect fit. The fit there is probably one of the best in the oh, league. Jamal uh, Murray, Demar Derozan, Michael Wood Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jokic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of other teams that could potentially snag him. I feel like the Lakers are a big threat to pick him up on whatever mid-level they've got. Have you found out the age it, Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I know his son's age, but I don't know if it was his son's birthday. What was the son's age? Seven. 
Oh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Maybe he'd gone to bed at that point. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You'd hope so. You'd hope so. Um, yeah, I feel like, obviously, DeRozan's an LA guy. He's from Compton. Yeah. I feel like him going to the Lakers or even the Clippers, although I'm not sure what their cap is like. I mean, and they've got quite a look after this offseason, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like the Lakers are a good option. I don't know any others off the top of your head that he could potentially end up at. I mean, just, you know, for for the sake of it, the Raptors, but, you know. That'd be pretty tight. <laughs> as as a contender, probably not. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think those days are over. For, yeah. For a while, for the Raptors. Yeah, I think... No, I mean, if he wants to be a contender, the teams we've kind of just listed, or he goes east, and... Do you feel he's just like a West guy now? I feel like he might just be a West I guy. I think he is just yeah. a West guy, in which case he's going to kind of stick where he is. I, I doubt the Suns have cap, though that would be a very interesting fit. Mm. That'd be kind of cool, actually. That would be cool. Oh, uh, he'd have to play the four. He already plays the four. Yeah, but I guess he does, but like... <laughs> well, wait, who... Wait, why does he have to play the four? Because Mikhail's the three. You could bring You're Mikhail not, off the bench. No, you can't. You can. I'm not benching Mikhail Bridges. I refuse. Six men of the year? No, I refuse. All right. <laughs> I, abs- I flat out refuse. Okay. I'd rather start Mikhail than bring in DeRozan. Uh, DeRozan six men of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Do you reckon we could see that? Do you reckon there's any possibility where we see DeRozan just unleash as, a third, as the six man? Not next year. Not next year. In I a couple of years, I could see it, for sure. Apparently he's wide open, apparently. He's wide open. <laughs> man. What's oh, Demar DeRozan just tearing up bed units. How scary would that That's be? That's terrifying. You're subbing out, you know, Harden and whoever, and then you look on the bench and who's coming in is just DeRozan. Yeah, he's got this. <laughs> he's got the Mamba mentality, ready to come in and just drill some mid ranges on your on your bench shooting guard. It's yeah. got to be scary. Oh no, your poor bench shooting <laughs> guard. Because <laughs> yeah, he's averaging like twenty five and five this season. Yeah, yeah. Like he could probably average that off the bench. Oh. <laughs> maybe not 20 maybe not 20 but, but like 16, 16 4 and 4 for sure yeah yeah and like on good efficiency mm. and just tearing up bench units when he needs to and he would obviously finish games as well yeah okay maybe not obviously oh for most teams I feel but like if he's yeah. playing if he's playing the 4 with the Suns yeah, maybe yeah. not <laughs> true um, yeah I don't know I, I'm excited to see what comes of Drozen because I feel like yeah he's at a point in his career where he's he's he's, he's been paid it's a pretty big contract yeah um and, you know, I think he's done everything he can sort of as the... As a lead guy. Quote-unquote, yeah, 1A sort of guy for your team. Um, I feel like he's sort of taken on a role where he could be any sort of role for another team now. Yeah. A mentality, I mean. Yeah, and I just really don't want him to stay on the Spurs. I want the Spurs to go rebuild. Yeah. To oh, full heavily, rebuild. Heavily. I, and it's about time. DeRozan, like, I mean, I'm not surprised that he wasn't moved at the deadline, but... I do wish they considered it a bit more than it seems like they did. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm excited to hear that news. I, I hadn't heard that before. But yeah. yeah, I'm glad to hear that. All right. Uh, next couple bits of news. We have a couple of signings, I believe. Mm. Uh, TJ Leaf to the Portland Trailblazers. Do you remember TJ Leaf? I do remember TJ Leaf. I remember the, the draft. Yeah. One of the Pacers TJs. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big UCLA guy. Played with Lonzo Ball at UCLA. Uh, I feel like he kind of got drafted just because he played with Lonzo Ball. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, like, Lonzo made him better in college, and so he... I remember a lot of people were surprised. Where was he drafted? It was fairly like high, I mid, think. Mid-first round, like 17th yeah, or 18th. Yeah, I, I remember a lot of people were really surprised by that. They mm. were expecting him to be a much later pick. Yeah. And it based on, you know, the fact that he wasn't really playing before now, I don't even know if he was in the l- league last year. I think he was. I think he was. But... 
Um, I think he ended up going overseas for a little bit or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe drafted a bit higher than he should have been, but mm. it's good that he will get another chance in the league. Yeah. I don't know if he'll get a lot of playing time in Portland. It seems like they've got a lot of fours anyway. Yeah. But, I um, mean, it's just a two-way anyway. He's, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. He's literally just well, there as like a, hey, let's just take a Because the G League season's over, so are they two ways? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Do they just get him for 45 days or something? Maybe. It's just like, like a, you it's just like hang a cheat. out. Yeah, go home. Go home. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> it's like a cheat 10 day. It's like, mm. oh, we've actually got you for 45 days. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. Is there a limit to how many? T- you guys can have two 10 days, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Breaking the system. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, next bit of news here is Ben McLemore signs with the Lakers. Mm. This is a championship kind of move. They go yeah. for championship teams get weird vet specialists that are good at literally one thing, and when they do that thing, it goes well. Yeah. And so hopefully it goes well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of good for the Rockets like last year. Yeah, he was shooting um forty percent on three off six and a half attempts a game. Oh wow, that is good. Mm. Um. And obviously, we haven't seen him with LeBron or AD yet, but and that'll be the real test is, like, can he play next to LeBron or whatever? I mean, I think the answer will be maybe. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, because, like, it, it's just different. Like, we've seen a lot of guys, a lot of shooters just go hang out with LeBron. Yeah. You know, J.R. Smith, Kyle Korver. Um, who else? Shump it. Shump, yeah. 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 And some of them work out, some of them don't. Um, yeah, like, J.R. Smith didn't work out last year, really. Yeah, I mean... Wesley Matthews is also Wesley Matthews, e- yeah. kind of exactly the same role. <laughs> yeah, you just need the right kind of guy that does the exact same thing as all the other guys. Yeah, that. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing that I've never really loved about LeBron teams is every team just turns into the same thing. More or less, yeah. I, I, that's why I kind of like, I like this, I, like this AD pairing because it's the most different, I feel like. I think so, in terms of, like, he has, like, a legitimate 1B as opposed to a number... I mean, I guess Dwayne Wade was a 1B. Wade, Wade was a 1B for, the, like, the first two years there um, in Miami. But, um, you're like, AD is, like, legit, like, an MVP candidate every year. Yeah, and yeah. you have a guy where it's, like, LeBron could legitimately be worse than him and no one would be that surprised. Yeah, even just the skill set is... So different. So complimentary. So, so yeah. different compared... Like, it, Bosch is obviously the closest resemblance, I'd say. But Bosch didn't have, like... The physical inside and the pick and roll sort of threat, uh, especially the vertical like lob threat. That oh yeah, has. yeah, yeah. AD is completely different. Yeah. So yeah, another just kind of championship level move. We've seen that a lot. A lot of the teams are kind of stockpiling their assets. Yeah. The, the Nets obviously with their buyout guys. Um, the Lakers are doing it as well. I mean, even some of the moves that were made at the deadline for like you know the Clippers getting Rajon Rondo and the mm. Nuggets getting like Javale McGee, guys like that, just weird specialist guys that are good at literally one thing. Yeah. That's what uh, that was advice that Richard Jefferson gave to a young guy. I don't remember who it was. Be good at two things that will keep you in the league. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if you're not going to be a star, yeah, you need to be good at what you're good at. And then Richard Jefferson went on to say, "That's why I'm not in the league anymore. <laughs> I wasn't good at two things." <laughs> hey, he was good for a long time. Oh, I love Richard Jefferson. <laughs> All right, and final bit of news. You can take this one. Oh uh, yeah, Dwayne Dedman is signing with the Heat, um, which is exciting. I don't know. I think we talked about last uh, week that. I'd be excited for a Marcus Gasol buyout and sign uh, with the Heat as a backup center to do some things that we don't really have right now ever since the whole Myers-Leonard thing. Uh, but Dwayne Dedman can sort of do those kind of things. He's a shot blocker and he's low-key a three-point shooter. Um, yeah. And he can play next to Bam and that's sort of what we need. And we don't need him for huge stretches of games. We only need... I mean, 
I don't know. He could potentially start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Myers Land started a fair few games last year for us. Um, but I think he'll come off the bench, play 10, 15 minutes, and hopefully be good. Yeah. yeah. What how, what percentage of Kenny, Kelly or Linux does he provide? He provides almost 0% of Kelly or Linux in terms of what Kelly does. But he does other things. Okay. Good, he does things good. that Kelly doesn't do. He, he did things that Myers did. Uh, he probably he does everything Myers does, and more. Okay, I'd say if he's if he's good, he could be really bad. <laughs> um, he can hit threes about what Myers can, but he can also block shots. And Myers wasn't really a good yeah. shot blocker. Do we have an update on Myers, or is he just nothing? He's just nothing yet. I don't think we'll see him again. I don't think so either. Yeah. All right. Uh, next bits of news here. Uh, scary Oli Depot moment. What's that? Where he... Oh, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, so he went up for a dunk against the... That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> he went up for a dunk a couple of days ago, and he came down, and he immediately grabbed the right knee, which is the knee of the um, the right quad... Quadricep ten- tendon rupture. Something like that. Um, a couple of years ago. Um, immediately grabbed that, hobbled around for a bit, and then eventually left the game and didn't come back. Um... So that was a scary moment as a Heat fan. Hopefully, we still don't actually have a confirmation on what it is. Oh, wow. Um, it's not structural, so it's not any bone damage. So he was getting an MRI. Do we know what that well, is? Uh, we don't know what it is, but I don't know if he's had it or not. He's not. Oh, okay. He's not on the Heat's next four-game road trip. Right. He's staying in Miami. Right. Um, and we'll get news soon, hopefully. No one could confirm pretty much anything when okay. they were asked about it today. Um, but the night of the incident, or that... Uh, I'm just going to say accident, injury. Yeah. Um, Bam said apparently Oladipo's in, in good spirits and he seems fairly confident. So hopefully it's nothing too major. And it, yeah, they couldn't confirm it. He'd be out for the season or anything like that. But hopefully it's just, you know, a, just short, a short-term injury. Yeah. 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 You'd hope so. Yeah, Those are the kinds of injuries that really hurt a guy's confidence. Yeah. Something you've already injured and re-aggravating it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, if he goes out like for the season or something, that. That's that, a huge hurt. blow. Yeah. For sure. All right. And the actual final bit of news, mm. I said that a little bit earlier. Um, but <laughs> Pau Gasol, what about Pau Gasol? He played uh, his first game for FC Barcelona. Oh, okay. Uh, right. In the EuroLeague. So uh, how did he play? Uh, he put up, I think he had like a double-double or something. Yeah. Okay. I cool. kind of want to look it up real quick. I, I did not know this, so this is all, <laughs> all you here. Um, if he had a double-double, that's impressive. Like, at his age, I don't really care what competition he's playing against, unless it's just like random dudes in a park. A double double is pretty <laughs> impressive. Random dudes in a park. Um, <laughs> um, as Dylan finds out, I'll regale you with a story I heard a few weeks ago of um, who's the Celtics goat? Brian Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini. That's it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he got challenged by some dudes at a park uh, who were like, "Okay, we'll beat you one on one." He crushed them. He just posted them up all the time. I think there was some video of it. He just killed them and he told them I'm closer to Michael Jordan than you are to me. <laughs> That's goat talk. That's yeah. <laughs> why why is every news outlet telling me yes, Pau Gasol played, but not telling me his fucking stats? <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me what he did. <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh nine points, four rebounds in thirteen minutes. Okay. So not a double double? Not a double double. Still fine. Nine 13, points in yeah. thirteen minutes. That's not That's bad. solid. That's pretty good for a forty year old. Yeah. Yeah. Who hasn't played in two years. So I'm excited to see what Powell does. Maybe maybe Gasol gets a buyout and just goes to Spain. 
That could happen. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft, not the yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> what was what was that stuff about them potentially buying a club or making yeah, a club? There was something like that, wasn't there? I mm. can't remember what it is now, but there was something along those lines. That was, yeah, that feels like forever. Ago. I mean, they should they should definitely start their own club. Absolutely. <laughs> they like. Um, They've got enough it, money was between it FC them. FC Barcelona, were they going to buy it? Maybe. I'm not going to look that up. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's where they started, or it's at least where Pau started um, his basketball career. So it's good to see him back there and playing again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's move on to one big question. So our first team we're talking about here is the Blazers. Uh. I'll go first because yeah, you yeah. don't seem to have a question. I don't have a question. <laughs> um, so my big question is, are you regretting it now, Mr. Stotts? Okay. Um, and that has context in that... I don't know. It's not about Terry Stotts. It's about their general manager. Are they regretting trading Gary Trent now? Because he has been balling for the Raptors. He's had some big games. He's had some big games. And I'm thinking, why did you do this? I hated the move when they made it. And I hate it even more now. No, Norman Powell has been good for them. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. But Gary Trent has been doing so much for the Raptors, and now he's a restricted free agent, and they just get to keep another member of their young core now. For the Raptors, though, he would never have done this for the Blazers. There's a, there's, at no point does he go for 45, shooting 85% for the Blazers. There's at no point does he hit a game winner for the Blazers. This is all because the Raptors are bad, and he's just getting an opportunity. It could happen in a couple of years, though. In a couple of years? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Maybe. He's always way younger than I think he is, um, Gary Trent. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm still I'm still fine on the move. You're right. Powell, you know, obviously Trent's been good, but Powell's been fine. Powell's been pretty good. Yeah. He hasn't I, been he's been, fine, yeah, but he's, he's been fine. He's been fine. And, you know, they've had a pretty decent slate. I just, been there. I just still think they should regret this trade a little bit more than they might. I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. Okay. Um. So... What were you going to say? Um, I, yeah, I, this is such a Blazers team. I literally have no questions. I just I know how this is going to play out already. They're going to sort of be up and down for the rest of the season. They might make a bit of a run. and then they'll, As they do. Yeah, and then they'll lose in the first round. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. that's nothing against the Blazers. I love Dame. I love CJ. CJ's having a great year. But uh, if they're the sixth seed again. If they're the sixth seed again, <laughs> shit. I mean... If they're the sixth seed, that's the worst seed, right, for them? Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, well, who are they playing? I mean, probably. It's probably. one of the Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers. Yeah. Sorry, well, not Lakers. Uh, Suns, Nuggets, Clippers. Lakers probably yeah. won't get back up to three, yeah. I don't think. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't like that matchup for any of those matchups. I don't... I don't hate the Suns matchup. I don't hate it, but I still don't think they win. I think I... Mm, I don't know who I would take in that and the Suns actually. have been so good that I think they're going to hold on to second anyway. Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. Um, but no, I would definitely take the Nuggets or the Clippers over the Blazers right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Suns. I I don't know. I feel like it's a good matchup for the Blazers. It it, it is a bit of a good matchup just because the, the Suns have all been new to this, the yeah. playoff atmosphere and stuff like that. So I guess there could be some potential there, but I don't know. Even if they get to the second round, they're losing in the second round. They're hundred percent losing in the second round. But so. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out the Blazers. <laughs> That's why um, they should look long-term with guys like Gary Trent Jr. You, you are right. I mean, <laughs> maybe they should... What do they do? I don't know. It is a bit tough because they've got so many weird guys on that team. 
I think Nurk. Ne- I think Nurk needs to go. Um, that's interesting. That's not something I've heard much of, but I can definitely see it. I'm not super high on Nurk anyway. It's more. It, it feels like it would be a move just to make a move. Like as in, yeah, it's like probably. a two for the purpose of shaking things up, rather than like as actively is, improving. Because yeah. there's not a lot of centers that you could get that are better than Nurk. That is true, but I mean, as is every move the Blazers make, it feels like it's, it's just, just like let's shake things up a yeah, little I'm, bit. Let's try something a little bit fresh. But like this season has been fresh for CJ McCollum. But that is true, and the, in the, in the off season they made good moves without. Like just for the, they weren't just for the sake of it moves. They got Rocco. Yeah. They got um, Derek Jones Jr. Yeah. Did they had another signee, didn't they? Why do I feel like a razor was with them? For like a minute. I think he was actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's with the. I think he got traded for something else. That was so long ago. Um, but no, I'm like, yeah. Even with all these signings, these don't feel like, oh, we're just adding these last couple of pieces. They're still trying to find that third or fourth piece and they just don't have it. And like, CJ McCollum was kind of their third piece before and they didn't have their second. If CJ McCollum's had their second piece, now they need to find a third piece. And is that Norman Powell? I don't think so. I don't don't think so. I think he's a nice fourth piece. Yeah. But again, it's the third piece and it's like, Nurk's there, but you know. I think at the end of the day, that whole team's composition just isn't it's just not right. It's just not right. I feel like, as bad as it is, I think it's the Dame CJ. I think you need yeah. to move on from one of them. It's just like, with those two guys, you need specific kinds of guys as your threes, fours, and it's, fives. Yeah, it's you too hard to find. defensive it's wings. Even, yeah, there. it's not even that those two as a pairing are bad. It's yeah. that what you need to achieve to fill out the rest of the roster is yeah. probably too hard for that team to achieve. It's like, it's <laughs> rare to see two guards, neither of whom are particularly great at defense. Both of them are like scorers like that. It's like, you know, you look at Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, perfect kind of fit. Uh, yeah. Chris Paul, Devin Booker fits really, really well. CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard, they they don't necessarily do the same things, but they're yep. bad at the same things. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. So, I don't know. I don't have a question for the Blazers, but I don't know. There's, hey, at the end of the day, they're still in the playoffs. They're still going to make the playoffs. They're still a competitive team, you know. That's something. It's very Magic-like talk. No, but they're better than the Magic. I know they're better than the Magic, but are they just the six-seed version of the Magic? No, I don't think they're that bad. Okay. Because they still have Dame and CJ. Sure. All right. Um, uh, But, you know, obviously, we we do have a stat here. We have stats, yeah. uh, With Dame having moved up to 12th all-time in threes made. Uh, Two behind Dirk for 11th. I mean, you found this one. You can take it. Yeah, yeah. So, he moved up to 12th today at uh, 1,980 made. Yeah. He's two behind Dirk, so he'll get that next game. Uh, He's eight behind Jason Kidd for 10th. two to three games. Probably two. Yeah. I mean... I don't know if he goes crazy, he could get both of these guys in one night. Maybe, but uh, and then he he won't catch Pierce. Do you know what Pierce is at twenty? No. Oh, I think I think Pierce is at two thousand one hundred and sixty. Okay, yeah, so that's like another hundred and eighty, which he definitely can't get in like twenty something games. <laughs> no, he'll he'll get that next. Season, but next though. season, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna <laughs> see him climb up pretty high. Yeah, um, but yeah, top ten this season. That's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. He just kind of came he's out of nowhere. He's a few spots this yeah. year, hasn't he? Yeah. We've yeah. talked about this a few times. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with all these records. They get really, really tight in like the, usually like the 8 to 25 range. It's super duper tight. Like yeah. you're just jumping up and there's the occasional threshold where it jumps up by a lot. Yeah. But then everyone's just like right after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's who, who was the other one? Mello, wasn't it? Mello yeah, was Mello. Jumping up a fair bit in the all-time scoring this year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out Dame. Yeah. And, sure. like, still heaps of time in his career. Like, 
to oh yeah super duper super high. yeah yeah so many years all right uh next team we have here is the Hornets and again I'll go first um did Lamelo's injury kind of confirm the future a little bit for them in that since the injury in the four games Malik Monk played before he got injured he averaged eighteen point three points. Um, of 52% shooting as opposed to 13 on 46% shooting before Lamelo went down. Mm. Devontae Graham has barely improved, going from 15.9 points to 16.4 points off of still not great shooting percentages. He went from like 37 to like 42 or okay. something like that. Right. Um, does this kind of just tell them, yeah, Malik Monk is part of the future? Devontae Graham, maybe not. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they, they definitely get a look at some of these other guys that have had... I feel like everyone... Everyone on the Hornets has had a more promising year this year, along with Lamelo. Yeah, like there's except Devonte, except for Devonte, um, unfortunately. But um, yeah, Malik, who sort of looks like he might be out of the league in a couple of years, has really he's carved out a role for himself. Yeah, yeah, he's popped off, popped off here. Um, yeah, I think so. I think they've getting a good look at these guys now that Lamelo doesn't have the ball in his hands and. Uh, Monk especially seems like he's going to be able to stick around for this Hornets team or maybe some other team in the league. Yeah. Going forward, yeah, for sure. I think they want to definitely keep him after, you know, he just averaged 18, po- averaged 18 points a game. That's yeah, not on, easy to do. On very good efficiency very good for efficiency. someone like Malik, who yeah. takes a lot of tough shots. Um, yeah, I'm still... I'm st- it was only four games, in fairness. Mm, okay. Wait. He got injured. Oh, right. I was going to say, Melo has been out longer than It's that. been like 12 or 13 games uh, yeah. without Melo, but yeah, no, four games, and then Malik got injured. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm still... I'm still hopeful for Devontae Graham. Like, he had a really good season last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's still averaging, like, 16 points a game. Yeah. The efficiency, obviously, is a bit worrisome. But I, I liked uh, Devontae for someone like the Blazers to go and get at the deadline or something. As, like, a backup guard. Oh, that's a smart pick. To yeah. sort of take the playmaking hit role out of Dame and CJ at times. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like he can... Uh, I don't know if he can stick around on this team with Lamelo there now. I feel like three three of those type of guys with Rozier in there is sort of tough. I mean, I think you Rozier is the one you want to move on from, though. Out of those guys, I would much rather keep Malik Monk. I, like it de- no, 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 no. Uh, out of Lamelo, Graham, and oh right, Rozier. right, right, right. Yeah, I, I think I'd keep. Uh, I would keep Rozier and Melo for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, out of those three, so um. You know, there could be a move there for him. I don't know. Is I don't know if he's restricted or something because he was a second round pick, Devontae. So I don't know if he's up at the end of this year or not. Oh right, right, right. So with second round picks, I believe it's <coughs> they have two team options, which I'm assuming I'm I'm pretty sure the Hornets pick those up. Meaning, at the end of his fourth season, he goes. In, he's eligible for a contract extension, and then. Okay. He could go into unrestricted free agency if he doesn't accept it or something like that. <laughs> complicated, yeah. It's a very, yeah. Second round contracts are really complicated for some reason. Uh, yes, it looks like he is a restricted this. No. Wait, what? They offer... It's, some, it's something to do with whether or not they offer him an extension, I think. Second round picks are so dumb. <laughs> Actually, it seems like they sort of just make it up for each person. Uh, it says he's got a qualifying next year, but then it says he's restricted the year after that. Oh, wait, no, it doesn't. Wait, yes, it does. What the right, right, right. So I think if they extend the qualify, if they extend the qualifying offer, um, then he goes into unrestricted free agency. I believe. 
No, if they extend the qualifying, he goes, wait. You no, so if they extend the qualifying, he accepts it. Then at the end of that qualifying year, he goes into unrestricted That's right, but like, they if can he, offer him an extension. They can offer him an extension. That's and right. if he takes that, then he's yes. fine. And if they don't offer the qualifying, I think he goes into restricted anyway. Or unrestricted? No, I think he goes restricted. Okay, so they can still... Interesting. Yeah. Um, either way, he's going to have to be paid sooner rather than later. Meaning, if they don't offer him the qualifying this year, and if they don't offer him a contract extension, he's going to restrict it at the end of this season. Okay, right, yes. Um, yeah, I don't know what sort of money Graham gets, but... I yeah, I feel like a trade or like a sign-in trade would be good for him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know who wants him. Like, who wants a guy that shoots as poorly as he does? I think... It's like, how do you talk yourself into that? I think the Blazers... Like, a team that, like, wants a backup guard, I feel like. I feel like he'd be a really good, like, six-man-of-the-year candidate. Not with that efficiency. I feel like he could... He's shooting 37% from the field. That's Emmanuel Moody, eh? Yeah, but he'd be more efficient against second units. And I think he's just having a bad year. Yeah, I get it. I know he's having an off year, but, like, he hasn't exactly been a model of efficiency so far. No, you're right. But his three-point shooting has been efficient. Yeah. For the amount of, like, the volume. Um... And that's really more or less all he shoots out there. Yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. threes. So, he can get out there. He can run your offense. Um, he can, you know, get you four or five assists a night. Two or three made threes coming off the bench. I feel like that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, what was your question? Oh, um, does them staying in the fourth seed ruin the playoffs a little bit? Ruin the playoffs for who? Just for, like, the fans. fans. Explain. It's just like, if LaMelo's not going to be there for the playoffs, oh, and right. the, it's just like, and going up against, I don't know who the fifth seed is right now, The is the Heat? I think it's the Hawks. The Hawks. Oh, even that sucks. <laughs> Why do I feel like the... I just wouldn't want to see that matchup. Even even <laughs> if LaMelo was there, I don't know if I'd want to watch that matchup. No. like There'd just be two teams that are not going to be good in the playoffs. Why do I feel like neither of them are playoff teams? Neither of them are playoff teams, that's why. I mean, they've both got winning <laughs> records. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the East playoffs need to be saved a little bit. <laughs> Actually, no. Well, like if we chuck them in together, right? Get them out of the way in the first round. Get I guess that. that. I guess that's fair. Yeah, you just like avoid an entire series. <laughs> yeah. in the first round, but that means one heat, of them goes. Heat to the play round. Bucks in the first round. That's a first round matchup. Celtics. That's Nets. a first round loss for the Bucks. Celtics. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Celtics Nets. That's a first round matchup. Even though the Celtics that sounds- suck. Yeah. And the if the Celtics Sixers. were good, that would be good. Yeah, exactly. Like if I feel like the Heat and Celtics need to jump up and yeah. fr- like take those two spots, and then you know we can let the Nets and the Sixers yeah uh, beat up on whoever. That's that's assuming with the play and all that sort of stuff. You know, we could see the Paces, we, we could, could see, see the, the Bulls, yeah, we, could we could see the Raptors maybe sneak back in there. The Cavs aren't out of it. Mm. <laughs> Imagine if the Cavs go on a run and <laughs> we see the Cavs as the eight seed. That would be. Not fun. Well, I don't want to see that. I kind of didn't realize how bad the East is. <laughs> this is pretty. This is going to be a boring first round. I feel like actually. Yeah, I this feel like it's going to so be so easy for. I mean, except for the Bucks Heat series, that's actually going to be a good one. Mm. The Sixers are going to steamroll the Knicks. The Nets are going to steamroll the Celtics. Yeah, I think that's the other way around. As if it started right now, but like the Nets would play the. Oh, right, right. The Nets would play the Celtics. Wait, is that what you said? I think so. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Well, who cares? Oh, <laughs> either way, either way. Yeah. <laughs> either of those top two teams would destroy those bottom two teams. For sure. Especially the way the Celtics play, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is just sort of surprising that the Hornets have... They haven't even... They haven't even just, like, stayed afloat. They're actually, like, swimming 
in the East. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're seven and three in their last ten. Yeah. Like, they're actually decent. It's just the East, though. They've still got a top ten defense. It is just the East. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's all right. The West is... The West is where the playoffs are at. Yeah, if ever, if ever there was a year for a top 16. Oh, for sure. I feel like this is the year. I mean, we could say that about a lot of years. Like, I've, True. Um, we do have a stat stuff for study coming up in the next couple of years, and I was looking back through some old seedings for some of the study, um, and I forgot how bad the East was in some years. Yeah. Like, there was years where, like, you could make the playoffs with, like, 38 wins, whereas you need 50 in the West. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty, like... It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like... But even if we got the top 16, the Heat and the Celtics are still too low for that. Like, I still can't believe the Celtics aren't up there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. We yeah. will get there. Should we just go there now? Sure, let's go there. Let's jump to the Celtics and you can take it. Why first. are the Celtics better? <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Well, my actual question is, should we even take them seriously as contenders? No. Yeah. Like, no. I feel like everyone... When everyone talks about the upper echelon of the East, the Celtics still get thrown in there. Because they've made three conference finals the last, like, four years yeah. or five years or something like and that. And now they can barely stay above 500. I know. It's so <laughs> what weird. <happened? laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I mean, um, you're not a Brad Stevens fan. I know that. No, I'm kind of... I've been very cool on I'm a Brad little Stevens. bit off Brad Stevens currently as well. And we'll get to my question in a little while. But Tell you who I am off. Danny Ainge. Get Fair. Him, yes. Get him out yes. of there. He hasn't, he, he hasn't built this team correctly since Isaiah Thomas was there. And that was just a fluke. Yeah. Really. Like, pretty much. Like, oh, he's passed up on so many big trades and stuff like I know. that over such, like, little things. Like, I think it is, and he's drafted terribly the last couple of years. Yeah. I think it's well and truly time to make, I don't know. He's been there forever, hasn't he? I know, and people still give him <laughs> the benefit of the doubt. Like, yeah. I still like the idea of the Evan Fournier move, even if it hasn't worked, but I like... I don't think it matters. <laughs> uh the, but everything that was good about the Fournier move was absolutely ruined by the Tice move. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely and utterly just thrown in the garbage. It was yeah. awful. Like, legitimately awful. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just... And, like, they're not even beating good teams. Like, I've got here... They've beat... Uh, what have I got here? Since the start of March, they've beat two contending teams. One was a kawhi uh, Clippers and the other was the Bucks. How do you define contending teams? Teams that are like top four. Uh, what I think they were above sixty percent win okay. percentage. Yeah, yeah. Um, they played many of those teams though. Uh, they were and well, they're four and eight against those teams since February. Right. Okay. Since February, um, they're just not like consistent. Like just not beating the good teams. Yeah. And I guess they're like surviving on the shit teams. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not great for. <laughs> that's not Celtics, a. That's a not a contender. That's a yeah, six seed. <laughs> a Celtics team that has three max guys on it, and they just made a big mid-season trade. Yeah, yeah. All right. My big question here is: Can they learn to execute in crucial moments? Time after time after time, they just can't do anything in the it's clutch. Awful. Um, the Knicks game the other day, they barely won it, but they blew it. They had so ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they should have won that in... I think it went to overtime. They should have won that regulation. Or they should have won a hell of a lot more easily than they did. But they just kept blowing it. Um, so I've got a couple stats here on their awful clutch type performances. <laughs> uh, Tatum is 37th in the league in clutch points among players who have taken it, uh, who have taken shots in clutch time in at least two games. 37th. There That's, was... Yeah. 
there was like random non All Star guys that average a lot more than that. Like right. Dame leads the league with five, but there was a bunch of people with like three. Yeah, and like <clears throat> he's he takes a lot of them. Yeah, he takes heaps of them. Like in terms of percentage taken, he'd be in like. Where would he end up? I didn't check that. Oh, I knew I was forgetting something. Yeah. <laughs> but he'd be like uh, like top 10, I'd have to imagine, especially if they're playing a lot of close games. They have played the most clutch games in the league. Yeah, he'd have um, to be at least top 10, if not yeah. higher. So he's 49th in field goal percentage in clutch time among players who take at least one clutch shot per game. Uh, Jalen Brown, 68th in scoring and 58th in shooting percentage. Yeah. So they're top two guys aren't scoring clutch time, and if they are scoring clutch time, they're not scoring efficiently. Yeah. They're just taking... I mean, that doesn't surprise me based on the shots that we see them take. Yeah, it's yeah. just all these... It's step-backs. St- step-back threes, step-in threes, uh, like random drives to the hoop that just don't end in smart plays. I mean, like, it's a, the perfect, like, example of this is, like, the first game of the season. Remember the bank? The I remember it. The bank three from Tatum? It. And it's just sort of like... I mean, cool, it went in, but that's not like you know. But to you be keep a Paul going jo- back to that. To be a Paul George here, that's not a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> not a good shot. No, <laughs> like he mi- like he legitimately missed it so bad it banked in. Yeah, and I th- they're just not banking in anymore. <laughs> no. All right, and this final stat will actually just bury the Celtics. Uh, they have played the most clutch games and have the sixth worst winning percentage of all teams. Worst, the only teams worst are the Wolves, Bulls, Raptors, Rockets, and Pistons. E. E. <laughs> That's awful. That's horrendous. They've played 31 clutch games. 31? 30 31 clutch games. Holy and shit. And they have the sixth lowest winning percentage. I think they're like... I think it was like 12 and 19 or something like that. Holy fuck. 31. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. And they've got Kemba on this team. And like, I know Kemba hasn't been great this season, but... I mean, at least, I mean, maybe that's part of their problem yeah. too, is just Kemba isn't good enough They anymore. should be blowing bad teams out, but yet they seem to go to clutch time in almost every game and play poorly in clutch time in most occasions. With three guys on that team that should be able to do some sort of efficient clutch score. Yeah, I didn't check Kemba, but I didn't yeah. see him anywhere near the top 50, or even, I don't think I saw him in the top 100 in terms of like scoring and stuff like that. Yeah, I wonder if he's even taking those shots anymore. I don't think he is. No. I mean, I yeah, a lot of this comes down to them just... Not running a good offense, I feel like. Even though I saw that... I, I did some stats. I didn't write anything down, but I just had a look. I s- their offense has gotten... Like, all of their stats have gotten better as the season's gone on. But, like, really? it's still... Yeah, like, from month to month, their, like, offensive rating and defensive rating have gone up. Um, like, it's just... For some reason, it's just not re- translating to wins. So everyone else is getting better, I guess. <laughs> They're just... You know, at least the numbers are going up. I'm not sure if their rank's changing at all. Okay, right. But right now, right now they're like top 10 in both offense and defense. And they're 6 and 4 in their last 10. What? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works. <laughs> they must be blowing out shit teams. And but, like, the, so many of the games are clutch. Yeah. Like, I wonder if more than half, like, 60% of their games have been clutch I or something like that. I wonder how many of those. Early, have been earlier in the season. Maybe, Maybe quite a few of them, yeah. Yeah. But even still, oh, it's I not an the excuse. They can't be the seventh seed in the East. No, no. They've been like the top three, they've been top three seeds like the last few yeah. years and they should still be there. If anything, they should be better. And like, obviously the top of the East has gotten better with the Sixers and yeah, the Nets. Yeah, for sure. Like, I would excuse <coughs> them if they were third or fourth. Yeah, but they shouldn't be worse than the Hornets, the Hawks or the Heat. 
They the Heat, maybe well, not the, the Heat. Not, uh, not with the way the Heat have played the first half of the yeah, season. Yeah, not with their start. No, they should be a shit ton better. They should be quite clearly the fourth seed. There should be a massive gap right now between the Celtics at four and everyone else below them. There should be, yeah. And instead, they're... Where are they? They are six, uh, five and a half games behind the Bucks, and... In third. Yeah, I mean, they are close to the Hornets for what it's worth, but... I mean, they but like they should they, be above, yeah, not close. The, from the tier below. shouldn't end at the Bucks; it should end at the Celtics. Yeah, at four. Yeah, yeah. A very disappointing season. <sighs> I hate the Celtics. <laughs> Are they the new Magic? <laughs> no, I've always kind of hated the Celtics. It's just That's the last fair. couple of years they've like they they tricked me. They got me. <laughs> they got me. Maybe the was, Magic are doing that now. <laughs> I was very high. To be fair, I was very high on the year that they had Kyrie and the healthy Gordon. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I never liked Kyrie Irving, but I was like, why do I like the Celtics with mm. Kyrie Irving? Mm. Yeah, like the year after Tatum went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I was like, yeah. oh yeah. And then that team was also a massive fucking letdown. Yeah. That was the team that swept the Pacers in the first round. And then got swept. And then the like second? got swept in the second round. And Kyrie had like one of the worst playoff series like ever. <laughs> he had like as many shot attempts as points in that series or something. Did they also, in a different year... Were they going to get swept by the Bulls and then Rajon Rondo got injured or something like that? Yeah, that was yeah, they, yeah. I remember that too. Dwayne Wade was on that team on the Bulls team. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like down like they were down two nothing. Yeah, and yeah. then Rajon Rondo got injured, yeah. and then they managed to win the series. Um, for was that the year they went to the AC Conference Finals? That might have been it. That might have been. I feel like it wasn't there for that. No, I feel like he was. He was, or oh, maybe. Oh, with Dwayne I, Wade on the Bulls, yeah, it would have been. Hmm. And then they play the Wizards the next round, maybe. And then that's my that's one of my favorite series, the John Wall game six game winner, right? Um, and then they lose to the Cavs in the conference finals. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Weird playoff history, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean the best the best run obviously is the Jason Tatum. Yeah, the rookie. Year. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, enough crappy on the Celtics. Yeah. Let's get <laughs> on to my top three stats of the week. All right, uh, first out here. Interesting thing is we were talking about how we really want Damian Lillard to go off against the Clippers. Mm. Uh, since the start of last season, Damian Lillard has only averaged 18.5 points per game against the Clippers. Yeah. Um, on 33% of the field, 19% from three, 81% from the line. Um, his points, uh, field goal percentage, and three-point percentage are the worst against any team. He doesn't have a worse points average, field goal percentage average, or three-point average against any team in the league. That is interesting. And free throw was second worst. The only team he shot worst against from the line was the Hornets. Right. Yeah, that's interesting because obviously in the bubble last year, he, you know, the Clippers bench, namely Morris and Beverly, were clowning Dame for missing one free throw or something yeah. at the end of the game. And then he went off in a huge bubble run, which like historic. Um, and yeah, I sort of thought a bit of a revenge game. Yeah. Yeah, last last week on the, on the pod, I and thought, yeah, it just didn't come. Apparently yeah. it's never come. No, no. I, I mean, he was averaging 18. 18 and a half. Oh, wow. Which is weird that that's his <coughs> lowest, but... Mm. I mean, and like, even if you go back a few years, the Clippers were still like his sixth or seventh worst. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, now, just today, number two, just today, Ennis Cantor became the fourth player since 2010 with 30 rebounds in a, in a game. Can you name the other three, Dylan? Okay, so Dwight Howard. Yep. Kevin Love. Yep. Who's the third? One more. Okay, so he was... Uh, he was in the league, I think, about seven years. He's been retired for a while. Um, 
one-time All-Star. Mm. He's been retired for how long? I think seven or eight years. Maybe seven. Oh. Two-time champ. Two-time champ. Pau Gasol? No, he's not. You're very <laughs> close. Uh, very close. Very close to Pau Gasol in terms of where the championships came. Yeah, the Lakers. Yeah. Who was on those Lakers teams? One-time All-Star. One-time. I'm probably having the biggest... Oh, um, what's his name? Shit. Andrew Bynum. That's him. Wow. That's him. <laughs> yeah, so Andrew Bynum. The only other guy other than those guys to have a 30-rebound game since 2010. Actually, also since 2000. No one had a 30-rebound really? game in the 2000s. Interesting. That's a great stat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, the only reason I forgot Bynum then was because for some reason I thought Dwight was on those championship teams. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was the year that after. That was after, yeah. Yeah. All right, and number one, Gary Trent Jr. became just the third player to score 40 points off 85% shooting while also shooting more than 75% from three, uh, attempting more than one three. Can you name the other two? Realistically, I'm asking you to name one because the other one, no way you've heard of it, but go for it anyway. To score 40 off 85% from the field and 75%. So one guy is still in the league. Is it Steph? No. Clay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. That Have a sense. guess on the other guy. He retired in 2002. <laughs> 2002. 40 points. Give me some other hints. Uh, he played 17 seasons. He was two-time All-Star. He played for the Blazers, Wolves, and Spurs. There is no way you're going to get this. Blazers, Wolves, and Spurs. Terry Porter. Yes, actually. Let's go! How'd you know that? Oh, I just knew it. I know... Well... I didn't know he played for the Wolves. I knew he played for the Blazers and Spurs. I don't know. I just know the name Terry Porter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well done. Let's go. I thought I was. I put that in as a joke. I did not. <laughs> why do you know a random two-time All Star that played from 1985 to 2002? Literally, none of that helped except for you said Blazers, and I was like, mm, Blazers hitting threes, <laughs> 80s. Mm, him. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out 2K. I think that's the only reason I know that. <laughs> Shout out 2K. I think I got him in 2K a couple of years ago. <laughs> my team or something. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> well done. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> let's move on to your plus minus of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Ja Morant had a plus 29 in a 16-point win. I didn't catch who it was over. Oh, over the Sixers, sorry. You wrote that down. I yes. did. Um, yeah, I mean, plus 29, 16-point wins. Ja, I feel like Ja's sort of Defense bounced back. Yeah, I feel like Ja's sort of bounced after back. After a rough his, start, yeah. Yeah, after his ankle injury. Um, I feel like he's a bit more confident out there now. Uh, number two, Bruce Brown with a minus 20 versus the Knicks in a two-point win. Nice. Which is just weird for a guy like Bruce Brown who feels like he goes out there and he gets stuff done. Yeah. Like good like good stuff for the Nets. Like he sort of plays like their backup like four or center sometimes. Who knows what their lineup is now? Like what is their he, rotation? It, I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> is Blake still being good? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. He had a big dunk the other day and he's I think he played today as well. Played decently well. Okay. I haven't watched I haven't watched the Nets since any of those guys came, which is weird. Um, and then number one, which sort of typifies our Celtics talk today, uh, Jalen Brown was the Celtics leading scorer. Um, uh, this was the team I didn't catch it against. I don't know who it was against, but he was a minus 22 in a 10 point loss. He was, and he was the wor- he had the worst plus minus of any Celtic as their second leading scorer. Yep. <sighs> Very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, See, and he seems like a guy that should never be in that position. This might have been the next game. No. Who did they lose to by 10? Let me just look this up quickly. Uh, I'll tell you, Blake Griffin had two points today. Zero for three shooting. Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Zero for three. Very nice. Um, But he is getting those dunks in. He is getting those dunks. Uh, Wait, wait, the Sixers? They lost to the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens when you play against good teams. Yep. So, yeah. Not to shit on the Celtics, but shitting on the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> Reasonable. Yep. All right. Uh, let's move on to Baywatch. So, first news for Baywatch is it was his birthday the other day. Shout 22 out. years old. Happy birthday, Sadiq. Happy birthday, Sadiq. <laughs> and he had a pretty good week as well uh, on his birthday week. Uh, so, 15.7 points, average three rebounds, 0.3 assists. Not a passer. But I respect it. He's taking shots because they're good shots. Yeah. Shooting 47% from the field, 39% from three, and 100% from the line. Oh, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Man, solid. Just solid, solid all-around week. He had 25 points against the Nuggets as well uh, in this week, which was very nice. Yeah, Mm. he was killing them for a little while there. It was (laughs) painful. (laughs) Uh, And two wins as well. Yeah, two wins. Two wins on the week against the Nuggets? No. No. That was their one loss. So two wins, one loss. Not a bad loss either. Yeah, no, not a bad loss st- at all. Are they still streaking? The Nuggets? Nuggets? Eight straight. Eight straight. Let's go, baby. Apparently, yeah. I saw another stat. Apparently, that's Aaron Gordon's longest winning streak of his career. Nice. That's the yeah. Nuggets' longest winning streak since 2013. Yeah, right. Okay. Because uh, apparently, his former longest winning streak was six games. Yeah. In six years with the... That makes sense. With the um, Magic. And then in eight games with the Nuggets, eight wins. Yes. <laughs> he's like eight <laughs> games with them. <laughs> right. Yeah. That In that context, yes, that's... Kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, shout out Sadiq shout for having Sadiq. a good week. And shout out to him for turning 22. Yeah. Happy birthday to the homie. Yes. All right. Uh, let's move on to our little fast game. So, I have the first game here. And I have Sixers at Mavs on Tuesday the 13th. Uh, Seth Curry revenge game. Ooh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yes, mm. that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I low-key want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even. I just thought about like the stars, but yeah, it's Seth, a it's a good game no matter what. Yeah, no but matter yeah, what, Seth but Curry. Seth Curry could go off here. Over under Seth Curry. Mm, Seventeen and a half points. Don't do this. To me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me the over. Give me the over. I believe in my guy. Okay, I'll take the under. <laughs> no, no, you won't. Please don't. <laughs> uh, next game I've got on Wednesday is Heat at Suns. Uh, like I said earlier, there won't be any Oladipo for this. He's not coming with them, but um, still a good game. Like the Suns are the second best team in the West, and they've been very good. For some reason, a team—well, not for some reason—a team that I watch a lot of, and now I got my favorite team against them. So nice. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. You should too. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll be watching the Heat game the following day. <laughs> Heat at Nuggets on Thursday oh. the 15th. What are... Oh, no, that's going to be... A, that's a schedule loss. I don't know. The Nuggets tend to not give people schedule losses. They don't give teams schedule losses when they have schedule losses. That's interesting because the Heat are going from arid, dry, flat Arizona to Mile High City. Is it, that's going to be rough. <laughs> yeah, but the Nuggets, for some reason, just don't seem to ever blow out teams on their second nights of a back-to-back. Interesting. Well, hopefully the Heat can... I'm pretty sure the Spurs the other day or something. It was a team... It was very recent. It was just last week. Like, 
there was a team coming off the second under back to back. The Nuggets barely won, and they should have won by so much more. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, also on Thursday, I've got Nets at Sixers. Uh, another Sixers game, but I mean the top two teams in the East. I want to see Embiid sort of, maybe just sort of like tease him a little bit. Like, yeah, you, you've got to defend me come playoff time. You know, if you want to get to the finals, you've got to defend me and sort of give him some, nice. Give him yeah. some big numbers. Yeah. All right, uh, and my last game here is Magic at Raptors on Saturday. Why did I pick this game? Why did you pick this game? Battle for Florida. That's it. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Battle for Florida. Uh, Magic <laughs> at Raptors on Saturday the 17th. Um, yes, so we've seen battles for Florida before, but never like this. <laughs> the imposter Florida team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'll be good. Uh, and then on Saturday, I've got Knicks at Mavs. Another Mavs game, actually. Um, I want to see KP revenge game. Ooh. Yeah. And KP's been in, he's been in form recently. Mm-hmm. He had a big game the other day, like 26 and 13 or 17, maybe? Uh, maybe yeah, yeah, what's that? Yeah, 26, yeah. 17. Yeah, big game. And, you know, I never gave up on KP. I feel like he's still a bucket and he might just serve the Knicks some buckets. Do the Knicks have crowd? It's at, Ma- it's at Mavs. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, so maybe a bit less of a revenge game, but still. That would have been fun, though. That would have been fun. <laughs> I've Actually, speaking of that, are crowds back everywhere now? I don't know. I think in most arenas, they're allowing th- like 20, 30% capacity and I they also have sections for yeah. fully vaccinated people. I believe the Heat did that. Okay. Um, I think St- Staples is coming back the 12th of May. I Ooh, think I saw it. Staples, big. Yeah, because they're um, they're unveiling the banner then. The first night, oh, the first right. night crowd's back. Right, Lakers. right, right. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like we're getting close to every, if not every team being back by then. Mm. Um, and then... Some teams being close to like full capacity. I think, I think arenas are going to be fully back next season. I think they've already confirmed that. Yeah, I mean the thirty-five percent vaccinated already. Yeah, the, yeah. the entire country, which is yeah a lot quick. Yeah, yeah. So by the time next season rolls around, there should be ninety at least. At least, I mean, yeah. and of people who want to get vaccinated, I'd say like a hundred of yeah. people who want to. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, let's get to an let's get on to our final thing here in ready to bury. Um, I think this makes sense. The yeah. team we're burying today is the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I usually would have. I'm not going to say I would have celebrated their <laughs> death, but I would not have minded as much. I grimace this a little bit. I, I don't want to see them go. I'm not as compassionate as you I would have celebrated their death <laughs> but no I'm right there with you <laughs> I kind of don't want to like I just want to watch them a little yeah, bit watch I, them grow old together or grow young rather mm. um, I want more this season of the magic weirdly yeah. <laughs> apparently Otto Porter's not leaving either they're not going to reach a buyout with him okay so it's just another guy just another guy to watch out there yeah. I love a good 10 man rotation of oh. like solid minutes for everyone mm. I love that oh did we talk about Ken Birch we didn't talk about Ken Birch. What the fuck was that? That made me dislike the magic a bit more. Run me through it. I vaguely <laughs> know what you're talking about. So Ken Birch was like kind of an intriguing center for them like last season. and I, I, Apparently they didn't like him because they cut him randomly. Uh, he's signing with the Raptors too. Oh yeah, right. They cut him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, they, I know they did something, yeah. but I thought they like traded, but that doesn't make sense. No, they cut him and he's signing with the Raptors and he's Canadian. so he's Nice. Home. Okay. Good so for that's, him. That's a good little... Canadian boy movie. Yeah, yeah, I do remember seeing that. I was like, "Why? Why? What? Yeah. Why?" Just strange. Just like, like they're, they're the team <laughs> of random guys. Yeah, you just know your identity, Magic. All right. Oh well, at least Kimbo just stay out of the grave for now. <laughs> <laughs> Though I was considering putting the Raptors the on. The Raptors here. are close. They're close. <laughs> they're <laughs> only for a couple of weeks. <laughs>
<laughs> but yeah, no, he he laid the magic. Uh, miss, we will miss their ten man rotation. Yes, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> not to be mentioned ever again. Yes. Um, if you ever enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, leave us a five star rating or review. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at StatSuffers. You can follow us on Instagram at Stat underscore Suffers. You can email us at StatSuffers5 at gmail.com. Other than that, thank you for listening. Rest in peace, the magic. Peace. <laughs>